Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Ryan on the set. Hi, Dan. Hey, Keith. How are you? Pretty good. How yeah, you doing? It's early. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say the well, sun's still out, but it's barely. Yeah, fucking winter. Well, what early, are you gonna do? Early for us. Episode fifty nine. Let's jump right in. Mailbag. Yeah, yeah. Mailbag. Nothing in the mailbag. <laughs> reviews. Reviews. No new reviews. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, this was gonna be the Comic Con episode that I recorded live. Yes. But when I listened to the file, finally, uh, <laughs> it's garbage. Oh no. Yeah, I should have oh. tested it better while I was there. So the file exists. It's not. <laughs> quality enough to put up on the show despite the mm. quality of the show sometimes being lacking <laughs> so if anyone out there really wants to hear it uh reach out and i'll shoot you the google drive link and you there can you, you can listen to it i'll give it to you i wouldn't put it out here because i think we'll lose <laughs> yeah. subscribers because it's, it is it's not totally unlistenable no it just but... it has weird <laughs> peaks and like i don't know i w- yeah. i wouldn't put it out there just my <laughs> You know, I don't really care about quality as much, but it's not even good enough quality for me. So it's definitely yeah, not, not good enough quality for our listeners. Because we care about you, the listener. I mean, you know, within reason. Sure. By the way, we still don't have any new reviews. The last one's still your sister, and that's fucking weird. Somebody yeah. go review us. Just give us a shitty review. I don't care. Just <laughs> knock Dan's sister down a peg. That's all I care about. <laughs> no, not like that. Anyway. All right, a lovely person. I'm sure. Uh, let's pop in. Uh, Cat dropped a new trailer. Oh, They're just yeah. fucking doubling down on the cat stuff, too. Oh, boy. Like, at first, I heard, like, rumors of, like, hey, let's... You no, know, tone down the fact that they're cats and more just like it make it look like a weird musical. And now they're a real cat. Like they're jumping into boxes and shit. Oh boy, they're licking each other's ears. They're they're way too far in on production to do anything. Different. Oh yeah, and like as much as people are hate, I could not be more excited for a movie. I I am just as excited for Cats as I am episode nine because this thing is so fucking uncanny valley and has such a weird star studded cast yeah i'm ready for it i'm about this <laughs> shit i fucking love the song memory <laughs> this is gonna be like the new uh was it the polar express where everybody talks about how like uncanny valley it is yes it's gonna be that's the new one it's just gonna be cats. sure i'm down for it i want this movie yeah <laughs> I'm gonna. I literally walk out of the theater from Star Wars when it finishes and into Cats. <laughs> I am fucking here this, for you. This is going to stay culturally relevant and not for the reasons they wanted it to. <laughs> I don't think that's. I think it's gonna be a, a sleeping giant. Yeah. I think it's gonna surprise us. I think it's gonna be an emotional gut punch. <laughs> Uh, I'd love for them to be a sponsor of the show for how much I'm sucking their dick. Uh, but I really do have a good feeling about cats. Right. Uh, there are so many articles out about the Snyder Cut that now I'm kind of over it. Yeah. Warner Brothers said the other day, unemphatically, we have no plans to put this thing out. Please stop yeah. asking us. Yeah. Every Did, single actor. before, still don't, won't in future. Every actor is up there like, you have to see the Snyder Cut. Which makes me think that the original <laughs> script was probably amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I figured like all of those movies that uh, that Snyder did 
uh, they all seem to have like really good momentum going through it. And then probably Warner brothers was like, change this, change this. Yeah. Edit this way. Cut that out. Let's do something different here. Like chasing a Marvel feeling like just correcting way too hard for every previous mistake. Right. That they were like, all right, we're, we're not going with, the dark and gritty vision that you wanted even though you're building it correctly in that way but we're gonna keep trying to get it further and further away where none of these movies are gonna make any sense yeah and the things they're releasing are interesting like the thing he released yesterday was uh something to the effect of superman's resurrection was supposed to be way different Oh, okay. Like, it was going to be, like, a big to-do and make sense instead of yeah. this bullshit reshoot they did. And yeah, like yeah, Weird concept art and, like, weird shots of, like, Victor Stone in his Gotham mm, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. football uniform. Just all sorts of weird shit. Uh, we're never going to see it. Yeah. yeah no, if, it's, it's not going to happen. The fans are clamoring. <laughs> There's a huge push on social media. There's a hashtag, every star. The stunt people put out a video of stunts that they were learning that didn't make it into the movie yep. or, like, shot and were never finished. Yep. But at this point, if Warner Brothers is like, look, this thing was a flop and we won't give a fuck, <laughs> yeah. you're never going to see it. No. I would no, like to see it. it. I think they're thinking it's going to cost them more money to to do the finishing touches do all of the cg work that probably need to be done right um because i'm sure there was a ton of green screen stuff that they just never gave right. to it's got effects houses green screen. yeah i say do it and then every scene you want to drop in do it animated Ooh, that'd be cool wouldn't you watch that yeah Where the movie just flows in and out of live action and animate it yeah like kill bill volume one yeah Think about that. Yeah. I'm for that. I like it. All right. Uh, speaking of Ooh. weird Snyder Cut adjacent news, Henry Cavill mm-hmm. was giving an interview to Men's Health Magazine. Okay. Which is still a big magazine somehow. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, the fact that, you know, 90% of the men in this country, you know, are fat. <laughs> yeah. uh, like us. Uh, <laughs> Henry, that's, that's why people still like billionaires. It's like, oh, I'm going to look like that one, one day. day yeah. <laughs> one day I'll look like Henry Cavill. And here's what I'm going to say. Henry Cavill's not my favorite Superman, but I like that actor so much. Mm. But he says, when asked about if he's still Superman, <laughs> Men's Health said, uh, or not Men's Health, he said to Men's Health, the cape is in my closet. It's still mine. Uh, mm. He followed it with... I'm not going to sit here quietly in the dark as all this stuff is going on. I'm not giving up the role. There's a lot I have to give Superman yet. A lot of storytelling to do. A lot of real, true depths to the honesty of the character that I want to get into. I just, Hmm. I I want to reflect the comic books. That's important to me. There's a lot of justice to be done for Superman. The status (laughs) is, you'll see. Okay. Which makes me think, because he's doing a little slide of you know, the word justice. Yeah, yeah, Because he's, he's a big proponent of the Snyder Cut, too. That He probably had a much bigger and more important part in the movie. Oh, that got yeah. cut down to him being weird. Now, I will say, every time he's on screen in Justice League, I'm fucking happy. Because he yeah. comes in badass and angry. And yep. Cool. Yeah. And I'm like, at the end of the fight, he just kind of like beats the bad guy with like no problem, which is kind of <laughs> what I want my Superman to do. Yeah. It's- yeah. He's ridiculously overpowered. Like, you need yeah. to put some kind of obstacle in the way of him getting to the villain because he'll always just beat the villain. Yeah, he should, and he should, with the exception <laughs> of Darkseid, supposed to be more powerful than him. Yeah. Which they were uh, supposed to reveal at the end of. He's supposed uh, to be it, in that movie. Instead of being Steppenwolf, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
and then yeah what was originally going to be um justice league part two was going to be like on apocalypse and dealing with all of the new gods and all of those guys and then you know part three down the line would have been you know the whole justice league fighting everybody either on earth again which is what that like vision that batman was having yeah um that was basically going to be like the culmination of the story and like the third justice league movie that makes sense which like yeah it's like when you hear some of the stuff um i think kevin smith talked about it on a podcast because it had been el- mm-hmm. you know elsewhere um like you hear the breakdown of sort of the general narrative of the what they were going to do with it and it's like i want to see that yeah like that's that sounds awesome and, and I guess that's where a lot of the release the Snyder Cut stuff's coming from. And again, just make it an animated movie. I'll watch it. Yeah. Did you see the trailer for the R-rated animated Harley Quinn movie? Ooh, I have not. It's real weird. Yeah? It's like, almost like that goofy Teen Titans style animation. Mm. It's about Harley Quinn. It's an R-rated cartoon. Huh. Which is just a way to get kids to watch something R-rated. Like, let's oh, be yeah. very clear. Like, adult, this is not for adults. <laughs> very bizarre. But I'm, I'm for it. It looks great. Go watch the trailer. Yeah, cool. Yeah, DC's animation studio has been killing it for a right, long time. Right, yeah, it's time. the other thing. Like, they're so good at animation. Just do some of this as animated shit. Yeah. I bet you it would sell. Yeah. All right, uh, Charlie's Angels came out. Oh, did it? Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I completely missed That's it. That's the problem. Uh, directed by Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The reviews are great. Okay. Uh, the, the box office is not. Mm. In general, the box office this like month is yeah. half of what it is last year. We'll see. In uh, Terminator Dark Fate had this the kind of same, same problem. Thing, yeah. where, like people loved it, but just nobody was going to see movies this month for totally. some reason. Elizabeth Banks tweeted, if you're going to make a flop, mix your names on it in four places. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's got a sense of humor she about said, it. Yeah, she said she's so proud of what she did. She's like, when people criticize her, she's like, you've had 37 Spider-Man movies. We've had two Charlie's <laughs> Angels. You know, calm your fucking tits. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It made $8.3 million domestic mm. opening weekend uh, box office here and then 26.6 worldwide uh, with a budget of 48 to 55 million yeah so it'll make its money back eventually it's just yeah it didn't do well they're not there's not gonna be a sequel yeah that's that's gonna be one of the one of the movies that'll like it'll be big on streaming when it comes out because sure. word will get around that it's actually good sure yeah it's a bummer yep I would I'm, I'm gonna go see it it's still in theaters uh, I'm not going to pronounce this right. Palm Clementif? How do you say oh, yeah, yeah. her name? Yeah, Who I plays Mantis in yeah, Guardians? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's going to be in Mission Impossible 7 and 8. Okay. Yeah. She's <laughs> apparently going to be, uh, I think the big bad is the theory. Okay. But she's going to play a French femme fatale. It's kind of like the back. And 7 and 8, we previously reported that it's going to film simultaneously in yeah, early 2020. Yeah. Uh, and then they're going to be released 2021 and 2022. Word. Which I think is neat. Yeah. And good. Start cranking about before Tom Cruise dies of old age. <laughs> yeah. Um, or just, kills himself doing a stunt. <laughs> uh, I didn't know this, that like number six was the best review to made the most money. So it's like a really? franchise that does the opposite of other franchises. It just yeah. keeps getting better and bigger and better reviewed. Wow. 
so yeah, seven it's and like, eight supposed to be huge. They're supposed to make a ton of money. They're supposed to be incredible. Nice. Like the script is supposed to be I, fucking. I really got to get around to rewatching a lot of these. I think I I haven't seen any of them since three. <laughs> I I went back and read the um the plots, and I have watched all of them just out of order, and that's why I forget them. Ah, uh, okay. Well, like, I would makes do more sense if you yeah. Yeah. I have to like do like a master sheet streaming. Maybe somebody out there mm-hmm. has it. I'll send it to us of like how to watch all six. Like where where they're <laughs> yeah. streaming on. Yeah, like, yeah this yeah, on yeah. Hulu and that's on Netflix and this yeah, you gotta I go buy was, on DVD. Yeah, that was always my problem. Is it like I I missed four, and then whenever a new one came out, like there would be you could watch five, but I was like I don't want to watch five yet because I haven't seen four, yeah. and then six is out, and then they got rid of five off of streaming. I'm like I uh, I gotta catch I'm, up. I'm getting turned around <laughs> on them, and all the 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 buzz is good, so maybe I'll do a marathon and just watch all of them. Yeah. Uh, source close to the production of Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh huh. This is Ooh, weird. We got some tea. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> some good tea. So the, the the studio came out and said, "Hey, it cost us thirty five million dollars to replace Sonic, but we did it for you, the fans." And then <laughs> there was like this kind of like wave of love coming at that. Like, hey guys, look, when we are all together in something, you know, pop culture can change. Like now, let's mm-hmm. use it for something other than Sonic the Hedgehog. Let's use it for more women in movies. Let's use it for this mm-hmm. or that. The okay. Other thing. But someone close says it did not cost $35 million. That is a Ooh. bullshit statement from the st- uh, studio. But it costs less than five. And the wow. reason is because uh, and the reason the studio says it costs that much money is because they had to scrap all the previously done work. But mm-hmm. the source close to production said the only shots that were finished were the ones in the trailer. Yeah, which apparently is very common for especially a CG heavy movie. Right. It's like you you get your like even the priority of them doing the yeah. CG work is like these are the shots we're gonna need for a trailer. Get them done first, sure, so we can have something out Which there. Which makes me think that's why that first trailer also sucks so bad because like the mm. narrative is so bizarre. Yeah, and the second didn't really one show the story, melts. but I guess they didn't have much to show of the actual story, right? And they were like, I don't know, throw Gangsters Paradise on there. <laughs> the kids love, love it. The kids love Gangsters Paradise. <laughs> Um, Kids love some Coolio in sure. 2019. Sure. Well, their demographic that remembers Sonic <laughs> yeah, does. True. Uh, so, also, like, there's been this wave of outreach to like, oh my god, those poor, uh, those poor VFX artists. But the source who says they're close to VFX, I was like, nope, mm-hmm. they don't care. They're doing the same amount of work. They yeah, scrapped very um, little. Yeah, I just watched a, a video. There's a really cool YouTube channel. Um, you've probably seen a bunch of their videos go viral. Um, called uh, it's the Corridor Digital team. They have a like a secondary YouTube channel called the Corridor Crew, okay. where it's a lot of like behind the scenes. And they started doing like VFX artists react to good and bad CGI. Oh, yeah, I know what you're stuff. talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, they recently had what was it the um, uh, Boss Town Dynamics uh, video of theirs that they made uh, go viral. It was like you know training uh the the boston dynamics like killer robots but now oh, they have yeah, guns yeah. and they're yeah. shooting targets and like sure. that was fake yeah. it was them like they okay, did really it. good cgi yeah. um but they were talking about because they started their vfx react series from the sonic trailer the original oh, nice. one yeah so they were like all right well we gotta do it because right, go there's the a new one. trailer yeah um and they were talking about scheduling wise they had only been four months into production Right. Um, of doing effects um, when the trailer came out and then they uh, when they changed the release date 
they pushed it four months back. Oh, yeah. So there was no rush. So they're rush. like, there's no the rush. Schedule. There's no overworking. If anything, they're getting four months of extra pay. To do some shit work. To, yeah, to do, yeah, to do the work that they would have wanted to do anyway. Make, makes sense to me. Yeah. So fucking it. That's where, that's where we're at with Sonic 8. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exciting. Uh, Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My favorite Nick Cage story of all time. Uh, oh, Nick man. Cage is... Uh, there's so many. <laughs> Nick Cage has got a high bar. <laughs> shooting a new movie. Uh-huh. It is called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. And the movie is about the life and times of Nicolas Cage. Oh, my God. Oh, I love it so much. Uh, apparently, this was like written without a green light. Someone wrote it and sent it to him, and he loved it so much. But like a lot straight of it... up spec script. Yeah, like a lot of him like going back in time and seeing him make other movies. And then apparently, a lot of it's going to have an in-his-head conversation between him now and the 90s movie star version of him. Oh, man. Like, like here's what I was thinking back then. And yeah. Like, could I have and told myself? And it goes through the whole, like, real bad drug addiction mm. and going through debt. And yeah, then yeah. apparently then it gets kind of meta and goes off the rails into a story that's not real about him going to meet with some Mexican billionaire uh, who wants to put him in a movie but finds out it's like a drug cartel billionaire <laughs> and the CIA asks them to take him down. Uh, which is the most Nick Cage thing I've Holy ever heard. Holy shit. So yeah. That's happening. That sounds amazing. <laughs> I really hope it just really dives into Nick Cage making Face Off. That's all I care about. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I feel like CG transforms into John Travolta and Nick Cage's own brain. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, last piece of news. Uh huh. John Favreau. Okay. Really wants mm-hmm. to make a new Star Wars holiday special. Oh. He says the pieces are there. It makes sense. No one has told him yes, but he's asking for it. And then he said that the Mandalorian cartoon that was in the original Star Wars holiday special yeah. uh, influenced uh, the Mandalorian. Uh yeah the the like so it seems like he's like replacing his armor. Yeah. Throughout it, the the armor that he starts out with is almost the exact color scheme of the like the weird colored Boba Fett. Okay, in the holiday in the, in the holiday special cartoon, yeah, it's more in line with like the cartoon version of Boba Fett, which they sure. sort of rejiggered and made look you know better for the movies. Right. But and if yeah. you if you haven't watched Mandalorian yet, earmuffs. Uh, they talk about <laughs> Life Day in the first yeah, episode of Mandalorian, which yeah, is what I the Star Wars that. special is about. That's pretty funny. Yeah. So. Like, I fucking I I dig it, and I would yeah. like a new start, especially if it's like live action and it's like Poe Dameron dancing, you know? Like, oh yeah. What if they just? Oh, what are like the yeah it? the cavalcade of stars of today oh, that they sure. could do? Right. Uh, hey kids, it's Henry Cavill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd, that'd be, be bizarre, amazing. wouldn't it? Hey kids, it's Ariana Grande. Yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking like Wars. musical guests. Like, oh yeah. Imagine oh, dragons. <laughs> fantastic. All right, you want an interview? Yeah. Here's one I've wanted to put out for a while. Uh, if you don't know who Stephen Lang is, Stephen <laughs> Lang is uh, he's General Quaritch mm-hmm. in um, Avatar. Yo. Which I've watched like three times on Disney Plus right now. Because <laughs> yeah. I love that movie. And <laughs> yeah. he's in the, the new Avatars that are going to come out. I don't know nice. why, because his character fucking dies. Yeah. Spoiler alert, 10 years ago. Um, <laughs> yeah. And But more importantly, he's. Clones, I don't know. Yeah, right. Clones? <laughs> more importantly, well, they mm-hmm. have clones in Avatar because they, yeah, clone they the make Avatar. bodies. Right. <laughs> We're going off on uh, More importantly, he's Ike Clanton from Tombstone. And Tombstone's mm-hmm. in my top five movies of all time. Yeah. Ike Clanton plays a, a character that's very different from what Stephen Lang usually plays. 
plays because Ike is a coward. And Stephen Lang is not. Stephen Lang is very intimidating. He is <laughs> yeah. piercing, gorgeous blue eyes. Yeah. He is a gorgeous older gentleman. <laughs> oh my God, is he striking? And uh, during the interview, he was about an inch away from me, like nose to nose. <laughs> it was about an inch. And he stared directly into my eyes <laughs> and did not blink. Just the faint wisp of a smile on his face. I cannot set up to you enough how bizarre this interaction was, but how indented into my soul it is. Did it move? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't the only thing that was an inch away from each other. Uh, But he was gracious and wonderful and so intimidating and i talk about that during the interview yeah uh, he i was really excited when he was being rumored to be cast as cable in uh deadpool 2 oh he would have been because he would have been incredible yeah i would have preferred some, like, him fan, to josh brolin. fan art of him as cable and it was just like yeah that's cable like, i would have preferred amazing. him to josh brolin yeah because he's already got the gray hair and yeah I got striking colors just all on the hair, the eyes, just everything. Here's yeah. my interview with Stephen Lang. Hello, sir. How are you? Good, thank you. It's a world premiere of this film. Very exciting. Um, uh, I got to tell you what a Tombstone fan I am. And I'm sure you're sick of people coming up and telling you that. You never get sick of that stuff. I'll just tell you one thing. Law don't go around here, Mr. Kansas. Law don't. God, that just made my day. We just did a, a live screening with Val Kilmer out in a western town with the film. And uh, every time Ike comes on screen, people scream. Like, still, every time they scream and they're like, Ike. Well, I like Ike. <laughs> um, uh, tell me about your character in this film. Well, he's nothing like Ike. Right, yeah. No, not a coward. Uh, Fred's a, Fred's a, he's a kind of a natural leader quiet uh he's hard on his people but he loves them dearly and they love him he's a caregiver in his own sort of hard ass way that's beautiful yeah um he was saying that you got that the main trio of the film has like an everlasting camaraderie and a love for each other i think that's pretty accurate i mean it, it really is about family and home in a way and what i mean by that is for this this group of vets we are each other's family and for this group of vets this vfw post is our home and so if our home or our family is in any way threatened then you know watch your ass because we're gonna we're gonna do what we need to do to protect our home and our family can i tell you that just being in your presence and you saying that i'm very intimidated well, that's cool. I'm good. I'm good. Don't don't worry about nothing. That's great. Now, in this film, do you ride any sort of giant mechanical suit like Avatar? Well, you're gonna have to see it. You know, we're all gonna see it. We're all dying to see. Remember, I don't. I don't think there are any huge mechanical suits. There's some large people that you know. Some large people in line. with you know, but nah, this one, this one is all practical effects. This one's all. It's all the real deal. As you know. It's like stage blood as real as you can make it, you know? Because it's the three of you basically uh, defending the VFW. No, more than three of us. Oh, okay. Just that's the main character. And then we got David Patrick Kelly, who's brilliant, and and Fred the Hammer Williamson and George Went. No, we're all doing our job. I forgot George Went. I saw his name. He's in the movie. That must be cool. No, George is brilliant. 
I can't imagine how many times he's sick of people screaming Norm at him. Well, I can imagine. <laughs> you can imagine. You might be in the same position sometimes. First time I saw George, I screamed, Norm! Oh, did he just shrug it off like, yeah? I said, yeah, what? <laughs> so practical effects, all the blood is as real as you can get it. Um, uh, did you guys have any sort of training with, like, real, you know, like, VFW guys coming in or, like, uh, weapons handling or anything like that? No. No, you just knew what you were doing. You just picked that gun up and said... It a long time. We, we did. We went out to the gun range one day. Nice. Yeah. And, and, you know, shot off a bunch of weapons. But I've been to a lot of, of gun ranges. Over awesome. there. Sir, thank you so, so much for talking with me. Yeah, great to, ha- great to be here, bud. Absolutely. And that was our interview with Stephen Lang. Yeah. Oh, that was a lot of background noise because, you know, red carpet. Yep. But, uh, field recording. Field recording. My first time. But yep. holy shit, very intense. Mm-hmm. Are you got anything else, Daniel? Uh, I got nothing. Well, thanks for being here and hosting. Yeah. I lost my notes. Where'd they go? There we go. <laughs> well, what do I usually say at the end of this? <laughs> You've done this, what, 59 times? 59 F- times. 58 times about to be Well, 59. technically 60 because we lost an episode. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, thank you, Stephen Lang. You didn't have a choice because I was on the red carpet, but thank you anyway. Thanks to everyone listening. Please review us on iTunes if you're so inclined. I'd love to knock sis- uh, Dan's sister off uh, the top review. Because so every time it's just demoralizing. You see the same review over and over and over again. We just keep getting Amy to write new ones. That would be funny. Uh, if you know where to see all the Mission Impossible movies, email us at 5x5film at gmail.com with any questions, concerns, or criticisms. Find us on Facebook at 5 by five at the movies to see some memes thank you dan benjamin how do you cook the entire five by five network we'll see you next week with another five by five at the movies roll Roll credits. credits